Well, Brad. It's Tuesday. It's doomsday. Stop. But we don't know Stop. yet. Stop. <laughs> we haven't turned on the TV <laughs> or opened the, the Twitter. I Which, by the way, should we should we spend seven ninety nine a month and be a verified account with that blue <laughs> sexy check mark with our fifty six Twitter followers? Oh, absolutely! Seven ninety nine, best business model ever. Yeah. We're famous, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that because it, it's looking a lot like Christmas around here. You got your tree. Up. I know. It only took a full twelve foot ladder. <laughs> Well, and you're not as young as you used to be. You shouldn't be getting up on ladders unless you have someone around. Help, you need one I, of those, like, help, I fall. <laughs> I fall, fall and I can't get up. I, I do. <laughs> you need a life that, alert. Do you want to borrow my life alert Do you have time? one? No. Oh, I was no. going to say, that's what I would really like for Christmas. I'm not lying. <laughs> Shut up. I, I'm really not. I want the one with, like, around the neck. Like, the nice, you- the pendant. <laughs> I want the life alert pendant. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You never know. We, you know, we said this was going to be an upbeat episode. Anyway. <clears throat> happy times. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Time. Happy Hallmark. Well, open your... I brought you a present. Oh, but, well, Wait. do you want me to open it first? Well, or you, well what, do you, what do you want to do first? I think we need You're to... You're the boss. I need to make a disclaimer. <laughs> oh, well... Oh, my God. It's one of those episodes. I know. Okay. It's so annoying. It's. <laughs> I don't even want to, but, you know, in full transparency of the people we are... Okay. We probably owe Mr. Palaha an apology for bagging on his fucking movie. What? Yeah, because... <laughs> we didn't bag on his movie. Yeah, we did. <sighs> I mean, he did too, but whatever. We're done talking. <laughs> After this episode, we're done talking about... Okay, we're done. Done, I get it. In addition, the network Saturday night premiere of We Wish You a Married Christmas reigned as the most watched entertainment cable program of the week among households, women, 18 plus, and total viewers. So, are you kidding me? No. So, well, our apologies, congratulations. Thing. I am one of those people. I watched the movie. Yeah, it's all your fault. <laughs> and I am female between the ages of 18 and 80. Is that it? Just at 18 plus. Oh. <laughs> so. so, really, almost all of the females. Yeah. So, anyway, well, congratulations. He's a ladies' man, that man. That one. Congratulations. Congratulations. Anyway, yeah, what's his present? Well, it's to celebrate you having your Christmas tree up. Oh, it's, so it's an ornament. <laughs> You're the worst human being. Well, you can't give it away. It's a theme. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> Better not be homemade. It's not homemade. Oh. I got it at the Art it's Institute the Chicago, of Chicago. It's the Chicago bean. Yeah. For your tree. Did you touch it? <laughs> Actually, I didn't even get to see the bean itself. Oh, I had I so had a big. very limited amount of time. Oh, that's and true. And there's this little guide where if you if you have less than two hours at the Chicago Institute of Art to show you all of the art you should see. Oh, I saw great art. Well, thank you. You're made so from good. North American hardwood trees, made in the U.S. of oh, A. Oh, right there you go. That's all I care about. <laughs> all right, well, enough talking. We've got we're going to talk both two movies. Both movies. Mm-hmm. We got to say Bon Voyage. Uh, Luke McFarton. Oh, bye, Luke McFarton. You ready? Let's talk about it. Okay, so <laughs> let's just dive in. Let's dive right in with I don't even know what the Christmas the, voodoo. Oh wait, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, that one. <laughs> it's, but oh, it's got a name. It's magic. called the Magical Christmas Village. 
It's got uh, Allison Sweeney. Allison Sweeney, and she was she was really good, pretty decent in this movie. Okay. And uh, Luke Seth, McFarlane. Luke McFarlane. Why do I keep calling him Seth? I don't know. Oh, Seth McFarlane. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. And um, Marlo Thomas. Marlo Thomas. She's still alive. <laughs> and jogging. Apparently she does. <laughs> she goes for a daily <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Poor thing. I mean. I love that she's still making movies though. I don't know how she breathes though with those gill nostrils. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We were not going to say that. I mean, I'm glad she's still working. Does she? Isn't she married to Ted Turner? No, that was no. Oh, that's Jane Fonda. That was Jane Fonda. <laughs> and her, you know what? Cartilage deteriorates over over years, so maybe that's natural. So I should expect to have smaller nostrils as I get older. No, God. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty. Why sure. did you have to challenge that? I was going to okay? say, don't noses continue to grow through life? It's fine. I'm all for a good nose job. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Listener, you heard it here first. I, like I said, only I'm one ju- of us has had one. Yep. That's why I'm a more than podcast voice. That's right. <laughs> you don't have a face made for podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is this movie called? It's called <laughs> A Magical Christmas Village. Um, essentially, there's, there's this village that is magical. And then Chloe, the daughter, who is too old to play, but her mom wants to make sure she has time to Basically play. Basically a Satanist. <laughs> uh, arranges her mom's grandma. love affair. Isn't with, the grandma's village? The vi- yeah, the, the village. But I mean, she, Chloe arranges her mom's new love affair via oh. voodoo. Via or via? Whatever. Tomato, via, tomato. Via. Okay. <laughs> Christmas village voodoo. That's really what it is. Right. I didn't get the characters' names. Did you? I did. Summer. Summer. Which is a very hippie-ish kind of name because the mom, Vivian, who actually they call her by her first name, April and Summer call their mom Vivian by her first name several times. So Summer is a architect, designer person in, was it Brazen Falls or Barren Falls or someplace? (laughs) Newlands. Wasn't it Newlands? Well, the Newlands was the building, (laughs) which is funny because we have a Newlands here in town. Yeah. Um, And she's an architect. Which, yeah. (laughs) I know. Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Hallmark. Um, Hallmark. Do your research before you name these historical landmines. Hallmark is stealing a lot of our stuff, but we're going to get to that in the second movie, right? Oh. Um, and then Ryan, yep, was the, he's played by Seth, yeah. and he is not Seth. Luke. We really paid attention. He's a civic engineer. Yep. And he has a bad, he doesn't have a great relationship with his father because his father wanted him to follow in his footsteps and he refused. And then he followed in his footsteps. Became a civil engineer. <laughs> well, we have a couple of things. So th- this movie was generally uh, mediocre, I think is being generous. Yeah. Um, and then incredibly realistic at one particular point in the movie that actually was kind of traumatic for me. Oh, <laughs> Well, and again, Marlo Thomas's Vivian is Aww. is the hippiest, dippiest, mm. you know, yin yang wearing, uh, meditating, listening, judgmental, judgmental, Super judgmental mother. Please stop worrying about me. This need you have to manage, it's exhausting. Summer, you spend so much time fixing things. You don't have any time to just to just look, to see. The universe fixes things for you. You know how it does that? I do it. Ever since dad died, I have been the one cleaning up after you. 
You like to talk about how life is this big, beautiful buffet, and yeah, I guess maybe it is, but someone has to make sure that the check gets paid. You think I wouldn't have loved to have been a normal teenager who just thinks about school and prom and boys, and I didn't have to worry? No. No, I don't think you would have loved it. I may not pay every bill on time, but I am responsible for my life, and I believe in a little Christmas magic, too. I'm sorry, my sweet darling, that you aren't capable of believing. Nobody asked you to be my keeper. Well, that's the quintessential <laughs> definition of gaslighting right there. Oh, well, and nothing says Christmas I, like fighting with your dysfunctional yeah, family members. Right. I don't, I don't pay my bills, but I've managed to be an adult. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I didn't teach that to <laughs> teach that to her in her home ec in 1953. <laughs> <laughs> Pain bills is kind of like a foundation oh, of being an adult. A little bit. Yeah. And, and getting your power turned off. You mentioned that Pat, like one of the utilities was turned off. Yeah. And and so that, yeah, we don't, haven't really t- discussed that Vivian comes to live with Summer because her boyfriend kicked her out. Yeah, and moved back <laughs> and to moved wherever. And sold the house. Yeah. And she gave her house away to a llama rescue or something. <laughs> I don't know. Some tax break. <laughs> something. Anyway. She gave her house away to the Church of Latter-day Saints. Clearly, this is a woman who needed a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that, that, that part was a little uh, traumatic and really the, the part of the movie I can remember without looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, hit that and Chloe videotaping her mom's first kiss. With well, <laughs> you know, but it's funny that you say that because in the last movie we watched with Alice and Sweeney, it was called Good Morning Christmas. Remember she right, was Right, right. And, and at the, the end of the, yeah, like, <laughs> the camera crew. behind the bushes. <laughs> There must be like a voyeurism clause in Allison Sweeney's contract. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, that was voodoo Christmas. Unless you have other highlights you want to discuss. No, I think, uh, for for the most part, uh, again, this was Luke McFarland. As of now, he is resigning from the Hallmark channel. And I think he said, put me in as little, as possible. I mean, I do think that there were elements that were nice. Um, the real sort of dating, you know, just going out and having conversations about. Yeah, that was cool. You know, I yeah. mean, it was, it wasn't cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall it wasn't, um, it wasn't great. And I don't know if you watched all the way through till the end, but um, the, the outro shot of the village the intro and outro, oh. it was so long. It was. So they were like, "Okay, shit, we need every single. Not, we need ninety seconds more of script that we don't have, so we're just going to slow pan over the voodoo the village." village. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should have been called—a Chris, Christmas voodoo village. <laughs> How many snowflakes? Oh God. Um, well, we also had a little bit of a throwback where Chloe was wishing for the best Christmas ever. And we haven't had that since season one. Right. Um, so that actually got a snowflake for me because okay. it was a little nostalgic. Um, and then, so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two. 
I'm going to give it two. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll see uh, Marlo Thomas do 26 seconds of jogging in her next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell, Luke McFarton. Farewell. Seth McFarton. Oh, Luke McFarton. <laughs> Up next, <laughs> Lights, Camera, Christmas. I really liked this one. Me too. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a hallmark. I was all set. Oh, to me too. really not like it. Well. And there were a few things that, uh, of course, we will highlight that were just horrifying. But, they, but for the most part, you could look past them. So Lights, Camera, Christmas mm -hmm. stars Kimberly Sustad. America's new. Oh, Hallmark Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I, yeah. I mean it was it was mere minutes into this movie that I did say Sandra Bullock of Hallmark. So <laughs> I'm sticking by that. Yep. Agree. Okay. We're I saying concur. it saying it out loud. Out loud. Um and then John Brotherton. Mm, mm hmm mm hmm Playing Brad. Brad Baxter, of Phoebe. course. Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Because isn't isn't Brad like uh, the the male equivalent of a Karen? I thought that was a Chad. Chad or Brad. I mean. Well, I mean, Brad. I'm, Come on. <laughs> I'm only a Karen when I need to be. Sure. Oh, all, that's what all Karens say, Brad. <laughs> I've yet to appear on TikTok or YouTube having a tantrum. It's because nobody's caught you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so. We've, oh, Carrie Devine, though. We have to mention her name's Carrie Devine. Carrie Devine. A divine name. Right. Loved it. Brad Baxter. Yep. Her mom, Nancy. Adorable. Love that actress. Um, Don't we, know her name. We've got the the co-star characters of jill and caleb who are oh the God. angsty broken up co-producers and then we've got jamie who's essentially keeping this mm. movie of a movie moving moving <laughs> um so it opens it takes place in 12 oaks colorado it is a flashback movie which is also something oh, we haven't necessarily we have not seen. seen that um, one thing i did appreciate about 12 oaks their mayor is african-american which caused me to do a little bit of research because you don't think of Colorado as being terribly diverse. And unfortunately, were you right in the whole history of Colorado, according to Wikipedia, they've only had four African-American mayors in all of Colorado. Well, good on Hallmark for that. <laughs> good on Hallmark. But, uh, so it starts the lighting off the uh, bat, uh, that stage lighting, something, something, went right. a, <laughs> something went awry there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause you couldn't see them. It was like you could, well, you see, could see their their, their lower portion right, right. and the whole top part of everyone's <laughs> head, head gone, gone. Yeah. So it starts with the. I'm guessing it was like a sneak peek, a screening, a pre-screening, like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the movie premieres the following week on Dazzle Plus. And did you notice how um, <laughs> after the movie closes and they pan out across the studio audience, how distressed all of them looked? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that was not good. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to watch it next week on Dazzle Plus. <laughs> so I think what I originally initially liked about this movie was that it felt like Hallmark was listening to those of us that kind of poke at 
the hallmark tropes that they continue to reuse. Absolutely. And so what I've, I've, I've been hearing that this movie is like a meta hallmark movie because they're, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Totally felt that way. Yeah. Um, so it opens up with Brad Baxter and Mariah Vasquez. Mariah. I can't, I know, but she's, she's so famous. She's one named. She's an artist with one. I can't name. get another character name wrong though. <laughs> another week, and it's an ethnic character. <laughs> Shoot, Mariah Marquez. Marquez. Okay. Okay. Um. So they're the stars mm-hmm. of the upcoming. Your movie. favorite Santa. My favorite. Santa. Oh, my favorite Santa. <laughs> Got it. And so, through a series of Q and As, the story of Lights, Camera, Christmas comes to life. Um, and clearly from the very beginning, Brad and Carrie are at odds of some kind. We don't know why. Well, as most screeners, screenings of movies go, you always invite the costumer up. <laughs> After her mom asks an awkward <laughs> question yeah. from the audience. <laughs> um, so again, it what I liked about this movie, mm-hmm. it does not take place at Christmas. Carrie Devine is multi talented she's so talented a small retail boutique owner she's a clothing designer Mm -hmm. she becomes a film costumer and she's born to do it Uh uh-huh oh yeah ask bb yeah he'll tell you um so yeah so they don't have a traditional meet cute Mm -mm. um he is a Self-absorbed movie star? Yeah, quote-unquote movie star. <laughs> He's the king of Christmas yeah. movies. Mm. And Nancy, I know, I'm wondering, I wonder who they wrote this after. Um, <laughs> we have theories. Brad Baxter is um, the king of Christmas mm. movies. And mm. Nancy, Viv- or Carrie's mom, is obsessed with him. And there's quite a list I mean, of credits he's got, to his name. His credits are impressive. <laughs> You've got Christmas Clock. Hello. Didn't we review that movie? <laughs> I think that was like called a timeless Christmas. Right. <laughs> Hello Christmas. Mm. Chattanooga Christmas. And there's no Christmas like snow Christmas <laughs> were some of his top accolades. So uh, in, in general, I like this movie. We're obviously we're gonna get to the snowflake rating at some point. But I we've gotta talk about that painted on fucking fake gray goatee over his regular beard. What the fuck was that? Well, we you've jumped ahead. You've jumped ahead now. <laughs> I have? Yeah. You jumped ahead a little bit. But that's okay. Because, I mean, we have to get to how Carrie ends up on the film set. And so oh. she is on the verge of shutting down shop. She's oh, gotten she's so her, far behind on her rent. So far behind. So far behind. And um, Brad Baxter and Mariah Marquez come in. And bless Mariah's acting skills. You know, she's a t- made-for-TV actress. <laughs> She walks into this boutique that has two racks of clothing. I mean, she, it has more wreaths than it has clothing. Yeah, she, and these clothes are gorgeous. And oh, you made all, you know, anyway, all the fanfare. And then Caleb, the producer, the mm-hmm, next shot mm-hmm. receives notice that his costumer for the film has abandoned ship to take a job on the new Matt Damon film <laughs> in Spain. And the day before filming starts. The day before filming starts. <laughs> and because Mariah is just so impressed with Carrie's uh, craftsmanship, you know, mm-hmm. he, he then offers to hire her as a, you know, a day rate. Comes yeah, into the store, yeah, yeah. says, I need every piece of clothing in here. <laughs> Hands over the credit card and 
Sure. The shop is saved. The shop is magically saved. saved. It's a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle in November. Um, so there were a couple of moments and this is one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, this is when Nancy comes out with a box of ornaments and she says, Brad Baxter or Carrie says, Brad Baxter was just, just missed him. And she hands the box and, did you notice that an mm, ornament mm -hmm. fell out and shattered on the floor? I feel like that was a blooper. It was a blooper. Did you feel it? There were, and there was another blooper. W really? Yeah, at the tree lighting when they turned on the snow. Yeah. And then at the very end, there was like a big blob of like soap <laughs> oh. that landed on Kim's or uh, yeah. on Carrie's face. Oh. So there were a couple of those moments that I liked. Mm -hmm. um, this movie had the product return of Balsam Hill. It did. I noticed that. And I have to say... I was tempted after, god damn it, product placement. I was I I, I went you on their website because I thought out your life savings yeah, to buy Christmas to, to buy Christmas ornaments because those ornaments Ornament. were they were so gorgeous in that box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were only two hundred nineteen dollars for twenty five. What? what and on my twelve foot tree, I would need about <laughs> seven hundred of those. <laughs> well, I refrained. Then, what would you do with my Chicago ornament? Oh, probably. <laughs> Hey, wrap it back. Be up. nice. Be nice. <laughs> so yes. So the Christmas tree balsam hill products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were missing last one. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kimberly. God, sorry. That's the actress's name. Carrie. Divine. Carrie Divine. Yeah, is full fledged involved in this. Uh, this movie reluctantly, production. but dove right. in. Dove in. She her first bit is to. Dress. It was very awkward. Um, his like fake. Oh my, it was so bad. His fake was... turtleneck scene where they're in his trailer. <laughs> Don't cover up the money maker. <laughs> right. And she's like, "Oh, I've got a great idea. Let me put this oh giant God. overstuffed red parka on you, so that when you, so now now she's a she's consulting. She's a script consultant. Yeah. Um, she created a whole bit. A whole bit a that they used. Bit. A comedic bit. Um. <laughs> then the, the Dazzle Plus is not <laughs> impressed with brad baxter's santa outfit and mm. and and just so we clarify the premise of this movie is that there is a man named nick who claims to be santa claus and no one believes him and so they aren't up for the traditional santa costume and so By the way, we're consulting our attorneys about that um and so carrie <laughs> Has to come up with a stylized, new and improved. Elevated. Elevated. Mm -hmm. And within three minutes. Three to five minutes. Three to five yeah, minutes. Yeah. In a three to five second montage, she creates this pretty cool. It was cool. It like was three cool. piece Santa suit. Like that was a custom. Oh yeah. That was custom oh, yeah. made. Mm -hmm. Brad Baxter has softened. For the first 25, 30 minutes, it's just very superficial wink of the eye mm. always wearing his aviators douchebag right yeah. yeah um and through some just normal conversations you know brad and carrie start to melt into one and he he's pretty forthcoming with his interest um oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. while nancy is very pesky as we've come to expect of hallmark mm. mothers or best friends or supporting or characters yeah. <laughs> he's also pretty blatant about his interest in terms of invites himself over to their house for pre-Thanksgiving Christmas dinner mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. followed by some real bad ad-libbed piano playing. Was and he really playing? I was going to ask you. No. No? No, no. 
No. It looked pretty realistic. It was <laughs> no. He was about. <laughs> well, you would know. He was up about three octaves on the oh, was he? <laughs> on the piano. Yeah. You know, Nancy asking the. May I ask, have you ever almost been married? Which I saw something <laughs> on Twitter from another mm-hmm. account, and I I I will say because I think it appeared in both movies this week. Mm-hmm. This premise of like, why are you single? Why aren't you married? Um, like as if it's mm-hmm. a character flaw, right? Right. Versus just like somebody's choice in right. because you know you can like to be single, right? Um, so I the questioning there it was it was fine. Um, it was it was fine. It was fine. It's fine. <laughs> My passive aggressive fine. So we find out that Brad Baxter, the king of Christmas movies, before he became the king of Christmas movies, had given up a supporting role in mm-hmm. a very famous indie film. Mm-hmm. And make the safe choice. Made the safe choice. Find out that he was poor. And so money's important to him. And so he <laughs> chose the money over the content, over the quality of work. We find out at the same time that Carrie is trying to figure out her life. Right. I mean, at this point now, Caleb has come over and Carrie is the only person in the world, literally, that can be this film's costumer. <laughs> So she's, she's hired full time and then she's starting to, she's pulling out her old sketchbooks. Mm, Reminiscing. Reminiscing. And she has a conversation with him about the fact that she just wasn't good enough, but you are good enough. You're amazing. You're incredible. Well, not really. (laughs) But then she ends up applying for a designer job in New York with Stella. Stella designs, I think. Like that. <laughs> that Zoom call was one of the most awkward. Oh, poor Stella! It was so bad. She was trying to be like Anna Wintour, <laughs> like like no emotion. But now Brad Baxter has received the opportunity to go to London to do a new indie thriller. Mm, Ryan's what is it? Ryan's Ryan's wish. Ryan's story. Ryan's, Ryan's dreams. <laughs> it, it's about Ryan. That's all we know. Ryan's risks. That sounds thrillery. <laughs> I don't know. And so he's decided that he's going to take that. He's going to mm-hmm, take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to take that risk. And he wants Carrie to come be his personal costumer. Come to London. So now she's faced with the dilemma of whether she should go to the Big Apple or go to Big Ben. That was kind of a cute move. No, it was clever. That was kind of clever. Yeah. yeah. No, I noted I like that. that that clever mm-hmm. little bit. Little, little um, line there. Back to our supporting couple, uh, Caleb and Jill. Through a series of fights and um, having to have an interpreter relay information. As they are filming this movie, My Favorite Santa, they're reminiscing about how essentially this movie was based on their relationship of finding the right one and being with the right person. Making anything possible. Right. Yeah. And so they've decided to rekindle. I also want to point out that Carrie, again, she's a designer. She's Mm. a boutique owner she's a costumer now she becomes a film scout location yes gal, oh yeah offering yeah. up her semi-empty boutique she's also again a script consultant mm-hmm. and she's an acting coach and she gives <laughs> brad and mariah some great advice for the 11th hour scene especially before christmas you'd be making a big mistake no, I can't stay in a place where no one believes in me. We believe in you. I believe in you as as a person, as Nick. We just don't believe you're Santa Claus. Is this working? I just, I don't know if this is working. I mean, I feel like she's going to lose the man she loves, and I just, I feel like she's not feeling how major that is. Well, maybe it's less about what she's saying and more about what she's not saying. You know, like, what is she not realizing here? Hmm. 
What do you think? I was just thinking this scene, it's, um, it's like with my dad. We didn't get to spend our last Christmas with him, and I have regretted it ever since. Should have cherished the moment, but we didn't know. I always thought there was going to be another Christmas. But Evie does know that this is the end, and she's going to let Nick go anyway. So I think to answer Brad's question, what she needs to be realizing, what she needs to be feeling is that she's going to regret it for a long, long time. my motivation well i'm glad she does because i don't even know what she just <laughs> no said you know what's funny i i started this episode thinking i liked this movie and the more we talk about it <laughs> i i i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the movie itself did not was not great kimberly sustad mm. she's a good actress she's a good actress she is a yeah, good yeah. actress yeah she was she um, had this great balance of cynical and hopeful and she didn't give like a traditional camp. There was maybe one scene when Caleb comes in and she was overly enthusiastic. And again, maybe that would be a, a genuine reaction, but for the most part, yeah, she was very mm -hmm. nuanced yeah. and um, always see, to see a, a Hallmark actor like cry. That's always, like with tears, mm -hmm. you know, that's good Yeah. yeah. Um, to wrap this up. I mean, what happens is Brad Baxter suddenly decides that he's not taking the movie in London and he has not told Carrie. Yep. And she has turned down the job in New York to go with him, which bless her heart, never take up, never follow a man over no, a job. Never follow him. Never. So BB, this was one of my favorites. Did you notice this at the end? And he's putting his aviators on as he gets into the Dodge grand caravan. Yeah. <laughs> and the automatic door. Just slowly gets. Yeah, they couldn't afford a. They couldn't <laughs> they afford, couldn't a, afford suburban, a GMC a suburban. suburban. Yeah. Oh god. So that's the end of their relationship as we know it. Mm -hmm. he, there was a really sweet dance scene before that. Do you remember that in the small? Oh yeah. Fake? I mean, I hate Hallmark movies, but I am a girl. That was really sweet. As a although the pizza being flown in from no, that was stupid. I mean, because they're in Colorado. I'm just talking about just the, the dancing. Just the, the yeah, the lighting. It was good. It was good. It was. Um, no, there were some nice moments. Um, once it started to hit its, its stride, his stride. Yeah. Um, but yes. So now it's back to the movie screen. present time. Present, present time. time. Yeah. And through all the series of questions of, well, what was the biggest mishap, or was there any romance on mm. the set? Brad and Carrie are at this after party in the, Ugh. you find out. So Carrie has sold her boutique. Her and her mom have moved to LA. Caleb and Jill have hired her permanently to be their costumer for at least six movies. So she's made it. She's made it. She's made it. She wrote that last $2,000 check. That's right. Final payment paid will be in six days. Paid yep. off her debt. And then you find out that Brad Baxter. That bitch. Yeah. He took that job in he London took, anyway. Yeah. That son of a bitch. Royally Ryan, he filmed. Mm. <laughs> so then he, And then she's just supposed to... Well, and at the end when she confronts him before, you know, in the final flashback scene, he's like, well, you might have uh, overestimated who I am. Well, yeah, she did, dick. And then <laughs> you went and took the job. Beyond that, I mean, okay, yeah. he's a typical 
C-list actor. He, that's probably how they all act. <laughs> um, the ending with this meta universe Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. I thought for sure. I was looking at the clock. It was 658, mm-hmm. 58. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, she's just sent him on on his way. And all of a sudden, he turns around and I lost oh, you once. God. I don't want to do it again. So cringe. So cringe. And I don't even remember what she she said something like, well, you just you did. You just got me back. And there was a very passionate, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a passionate, like. I think somebody's teeth yeah, probably there, had to be checked after mm-hmm. that because there was a collision. Yeah. There. It was a little Unplanned aggressive. collision. <laughs> and then you want to get out of here? Oh my God. Everybody's staring at us while we make out at this Christmas party. But I do. I loved the wink at the end was a nice. Yeah. It wrapped it up. Yeah, it, 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 it was, it, it was a good up. bow. That was the. Did we miss anything? Um. No. No. So. <laughs> Carrie was great. Everything else was eh. So how many snowflakes are you giving this? Well, it started out really high. And actually, even before we started the episode, it was going to be really high. <laughs> but after, after this, I think I'm going to give it maybe like two and a half. Oh, really? I know. I was going to be way high. And then the more we picked it apart, the more I hated it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to give it four snowflakes. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you have always been more generous than me. Yeah. I, like, I did like this... Uh, Hallmark makes Hallmark. That was new. Yeah, um, that was good. Again, Kimberly Sussad is the uh, Sandra. She got Bullock. all my stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna give it four. But I can't get over the painted on goatee. There oh, was right. zero we didn't reason talk about for that. that. There was no reason for that. Well, no, no reason. Well, but I do believe throughout the progression of filming, he got grayer. Like no. it started. Oh, no, no. Did he always oh, have a gray? It was, and it was painted on. I well, well, yes, but, I realize. But the that. rest of his beard was was regular color. Well, because I think that I don't know. I don't oh, know the, how I'm, facial I'm, hair unacceptable grays. Maybe the <laughs> part around your mouth goes oh. gray first. And how how else would they get it? Like I don't know. Can, can you dye know. dye your hair white? <laughs> God. Awesome. The minutia of Hallmark movies is sometimes even too much for me. But Kim was great. 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 Sandra Bullock. Now we just need to get her in a movie with uh, Channing Tatum. Ooh. <laughs> well, I think we were very generous this week. Well, you were more generous than I was. Well, That's usually true. I think so, too. I also don't pay attention as much as you do. I- <laughs> I multitask all these. I mean, sometimes I'm reading a book. I'm taking notes. I'm on Twitter. (laughs) So, you know, I just, it's the predictability of just having it in the background for me at this point. I I pick up on things here and there, but. I mean, I can honestly say seeing all the decorations, hearing there's been some actual recognizable Christmas music. it, It has made me feel more Christmassy, like already this week. So. Well, I would say put your Christmas tree up, but we know that you go and you get... (laughs) I've got to find a half tree. Yeah. They're not not easy to find, Brad. Okay. Well, when you do, you let me know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listener. If you have any questions, email us at homeforhallmark at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at homeforhallmark. Listen, our book baby... She's doing pretty good. She's doing so But we so could hard. take all the love you're willing to give her mm. and head over to Amazon if only Christmas would come. Or Barnes & Noble. That's two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back same time next week. Thank you. Goodbye.